Welcome to Where Medicine Meets Ministry. Dr. Cherie Talks Faith and Facts, a podcast that explores the relationship between faith and facts and its divine impact on the coexistence of mind, body, and spirit. Here's Dr. Cherie, a medical doctor, best-selling author, international professional speaker, a breast cancer survivor, and the queen of how to let go and live today and every day. Welcome to another episode of Where Medicine Meets Ministry. Dr. Cherie talks faith and facts. Today I want to talk about how we can trade the danger of busy thoughts for calming comfort because we have a tendency to just have so many thoughts running through our brains because of all of the technological advances that we have. And we're just thinking about things nonstop. It just seems like there is always something on our minds there. I've never seen so many prescriptions for sleep aids and, and individuals that are, you know, saying that they're night owls. And when you ask what they've done, have they followed a, a, a sleep diary to help them get to sleep? And, you know, they state they'll try, but you know, that phone dings or the light on the phone lights up and they just can't help but being drawn to going to their devices. And you have a, a whole bunch of thoughts going through your mind because you're so busy doing that we have very little time to just be. So we've gone from being human beings to human doings. And as a result, we're just constantly thinking there is no time for calm. There's no time for peace. There seems to be no time just to listen to instruction. You go, go, go. But when is there time to slow down, reevaluate and refocus? So again, let's talk about Trading the danger of busy thoughts for the calming comfort that God wants to give us. God's kindness to us is demonstrated by the fact that he doesn't leave us in the condition we were in before coming to the faith. How tragic it would be if we still thought, felt, and acted the same way we did before receiving Christ as our Savior. I mean, throughout our lives, the Lord uses his choice tools to shape us into the image of his son. The closer we become to his image, the greater power we have to dodge the dangers of busy thoughts. Because busy thoughts just get you doing some of everything. But are you ever achieving a goal? Are you walking in the will of God? Are you walking in the purpose in which you were designed to fulfill the day you came into this world? So I want to talk about four choice tools that God uses to shape and mold us in our relationship with him. The first one is prayer. So by talking to the Lord in open dialogue, we develop a relationship with him. He becomes not just our savior, but he becomes our friend. And as that intimacy grows, so will our passion to be with him. I mean, just as in any relationship, communication is key. The more you communicate properly, the more you learn of each other, the closer you become, and the more fulfilled you are when you're in their presence. Your desire to be with them grows. Setting aside time for prayer each day 
will become a delight and not a duty. The second tool is God's word. You can't grow in your Christian life if you keep the Bible closed all week long. No one lives on one meal a week, yet so many Christians try to get by with just a Sunday dinner of the word served up by their pastor during the daily Sunday sermon. How can we expect God's truth to do its transforming work if we never let it into our minds and hearts? You can't remember something you've never heard. God told us that we would have the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit will bring his word to our remembrance. Well, if you don't read it, there is nothing that you can remember. So when you are in a dire situation and you're trying to figure out how do I get out of this and you're praying, God, lead me, God, show me. God wants to lead you and show you by giving you the words from the Bible that he had already given you instruction for to lead you through this event but you can't remember it because you never saw it because you never read it. Mm. Okay, the third tool is the church. Christ uses his body of believers as a place for transformation. That's where we rub against each other and have the rough edges of our character smoothed. It is a place of instruction, accountability, and encouragement. Are you letting the Lord use his character shaping tools in your life? You have to stop and ask yourself, am I using and allowing God's choice tools to be used in my life? Again, I will ask, are you using or letting the Lord use his character-shaping tools in your life. Our culture has no shortage of worldly voices and pressures that fill our minds and influence our behavior. You see them all the time on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, all of the micro-influencers, macro-influencers, you know, overnight success successions and successors and you know everybody has an opinion about everything and so you could go out and actually fill your brain with a whole bunch of busy thoughts and opinions from other individuals but have you spent time understanding God's perspective based on his bible or based on your conversations with the Lord when you are in prayer because it's only when we intentionally schedule time for God, his word, and his people, can Christ do his transforming work in our lives. So those shaping tools, prayer, his word, and the church, we need them all if we really want to see transformation in our lives to fulfill the purpose that we were always intended to fulfill. His transforming work will quiet and focus our minds on what really matters and what's everlasting. There is a, a scripture, Philippians 4 and 8, and the New International Version reads as this, Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is normal, 
Let me repeat. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. So the danger of busy thoughts, if they don't involve whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent or praiseworthy, those are the only things you need to be thinking of. If you have your thoughts focused on all of that other stuff, the anxiety, the anxiousness, trying to compete with other people, trying to have what other people have, not appreciating the blessings that you do have, or not even being willing to to slow down enough to figure out, well, what what should I have? What does God have intended for me? So focused and jealous or envious of what other people have, those red bottom shoes, the Louis Vuittons and everything that they're showing that they've received and unboxing and opening and have you salivating and wanting yourself. Maybe God has something more in store for you. Maybe what you are intended to have is bigger and better, but you're so focused on having what they have and the busy thoughts of going through all of the steps that they did because they're telling you they became a millionaire or they did this in this shorter period of time. And you're so busy trying to follow what everybody else is doing that you yourself haven't sat still long enough, quieted your mind long enough to figure out, well, God, what is it that you have for me? Because I promise you what he has for you He will develop the character in you to not only get you there, but keep you there. And the resources that you need to get it won't be as hard coming because it was meant for you. So stop trying to go down somebody else's path and have what they have because you could be missing out on your blessing. You're certainly missing out on your blessing because God is just sitting back. Okay, well, if you want to follow all these steps, You want to follow all of these thoughts in your brains. You want to follow all of these quote unquote influencers. You want to get it and try to do it your way. Go right ahead, but don't turn around and ask me and and pray that I work out something that was never intended for you. This is not my will for you. So if this the way you want to go, go head on. That's why he gave us free will. But if you are ready to receive what the almighty God who is the only one who woke you up this morning with the gift and the power to wake you up or not wake you up. If you want to have what he has in store for you, then I would suggest you get into prayer, you get into his word, and you get back into church. Slow down those busy thoughts. Go for the calming comfort that God wants to give you and slow down and listen enough to hear what he has to say to you. Because have you, have you ever noticed how hard it is to wind down your thoughts at the end of a long day? I mean, when you want nothing more than to just quiet your mind long enough to enjoy a good night's rest. But it seems the harder you try to shut off those thoughts, the more the day's worry seem to linger. I've been known to turn on a net, on my favorite like Netflix series show or grab my e-reader um, in an effort to try to turn off the cares of my day. I want instant results now. So I attempt 
a quick escape from reality. You know, my favorite Netflix series, my my e-reader with my fictional thriller mystery, you know, novel going. But unfortunately, my attempts rarely work. And I end up laying there fighting between focusing on the next paragraph, checking social media, or thinking ahead to tomorrow's to-do list. Before long, I end up mentally overwhelmed and physically exhausted. But thankfully, God's Word, one of His choice-shaping tools, offers hope and help for when our busy thoughts seem to get out of control. God desires for us to have peace, so much, in fact, that He gave it to us as a precious gift through His Son, Jesus Christ. He confirms this in his own words. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. That's in John 14, the 27th verse. So if Christ wants us to have this peace, why is it so hard to keep busyness in its proper place? Well, that's because we forget that peace comes when we replace our anxious thoughts for God's presence. But God can only be present when you are in his word. And when you are in prayer and when you attend church, interacting with fellow believers, you can replace your anxious thoughts with God's presence. But in order for him to be present, you find him in prayer, in his word, and in fellowship with fellow believers. This powerful encouragement from David comes in the midst of a psalm proclaiming God as the ultimate judge and avenger. And it says, um, there is a, the encouragement that I'm speaking of from David, um, it's in the division of Psalms, the 94th division of Psalms. And, and David, um, he wrote about God's protection for the oppressed and righteous judgment for the wicked. But yet he also included uh, an inspiring verse in a very personal way as a testimony of the Lord's goodness in his life. And the the new international version of Psalms 94 and the 19th verse interprets David's turmoil as anxiety great within him. And anxiety is a condition many of us today can relate to. But while exploring this verse, I felt a real deep connection with the lesser known passion translation, which uses the words busy thoughts to describe David's feelings about that pivotal moment. And it says this, whenever my busy thoughts were out of control, the soothing comfort of your presence calmed me down and overwhelmed me with delight. Oh my God, I love that scripture. Whenever my busy thoughts were out of control, the soothing comfort of your presence calmed me down and overwhelmed me with delight. That's what God's presence does. I know the danger of busy thoughts all too well. And if you are nodding in agreement, let's consider David's words as a profound promise from our heavenly father. Busy thoughts can, can deceive my entire being 
and bring about stress, worry, and anxiety. But inviting God into my moment welcomes his truth, his comfort, and his peace. So let me ask you, do you struggle with winding down busy thoughts after a long day? Do you long for peace and real rest? Then write today's verse down. Keep it within reach. And the verse I'm talking about is Psalms, the 94th division, the 19th verse. And it's the Passion Translation of whenever my busy thoughts were out of control, the soothing comfort of your presence calmed me down and overwhelmed me with delight. Write that verse down. Keep it within reach. As we allow these words to usher in God's presence, we will experience delight like never before. We will trade the danger of busy thoughts for calming comfort that can only come from God. Thank you for listening to another episode of Where Medicine Meets Ministry. Until next time. You've reached the end of another episode of Where Medicine Meets Ministry. Dr. Cherie talks faith and facts. Be sure to visit MedicineMeetsMinistryPodcast.com to join the conversation and to view the show notes for this episode. And follow us on Facebook at Where Medicine Meets Ministry and on Twitter at Med Meets Men. That's M-E-D meets M-I-N. If you love the Where Medicine Meets Ministry podcast, we'd love to hear from you. To subscribe, rate, and give us a review on iTunes. And to connect with Dr. Cherie, go to drsheriemd.com. D-R-S-H-E-R-I-M-D.com. Until next time.